Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Stars Daily Sports Podcast. It's Wednesday, November 2nd, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. Defending NCAA champion. Has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? The Kansas Jayhawks are gearing up for the 22-23 season, looking to defend their national title. And on today's Sports Beat KC, beat writer Gary Bedore breaks down the Jayhawks, who return two starters, Jalen Wilson and Dewan Harris, from last season, and at a transfer in Kevin McCullough, who played for Texas Tech in the national championship game three years earlier. After a break, we'll take you to Bill Self's season-opening press conference, where he takes questions from reporters about this season and provides insights about the team. Okay, let's get started. Hey, Gary, it is almost time for Kansas to begin basketball season, and you know, since I've been living here, not you, but since I've been living here, this will be the second time that they uh, they start a season as a defending national champion. I believe you were here um, in the yeah. in the late 80s. I, I, I had just gotten here in 89, so it was the year after they won at Kemper. Uh, but I was definitely here in 08 and remember that that team had a, you know, they were good, that that the 09 Jayhawks were pretty good after winning the 08 championship. They got to the Sweet 16, I remember, with Sharon Collins and, and, and Cole Aldridge. But what is what is Bill Self saying about the this team, the 22-23 Jayhawks that are going to be the defending national champ? Does he, does he like this team? Yeah, he said um, at his media day last week, I think somebody counted it five times. He said, it's just going to take some time. (laughs) So he really is probably cautioning against what could happen early. And uh, you can just envision if they do lose early to do, I would guess that would be to Duke in game three. He'll just, you know, really express that, look, it's the new year. We were guaranteed nothing this year. This was a wake-up call. But uh, on the other hand, he he's pretty prideful coach. So if Duke does beat him he, in the first game of uh, their new coach in the post-Coach K era, Bill might not want to, you know, throw his own team under the bus that night. But there's going to be – maybe it'll be against Pittsburgh State. Maybe they'll be <laughs> tied at halftime or something. And – Bill will be able to catch their attention because you know how coaches are. They want to win, but be able to coach off something. And I have a feeling Bill would like nothing more than Jeff Boshi's team to be tied with about five minutes left in the first half and then let the Jayhawks clobber him. And uh, he can point out, you know, our guys found out a lot tonight or something. Right. Right. Point out all the flaws and and, yeah. uh, uh, but but you know it's funny you, you mentioned the you, the press conference we had last week and we're going to play uh, just about all of that after you and I finished talking. But I was a little surprised to hear him say kind of how happy he was with not happy he didn't use the word happy but he yeah. was kind of satisfied with how they played in their scrimmage against Illinois and said they kind of said they've had a pretty good fall camp with this team. So there must be some things he's liking. Yes, and. Uh- he did say after looking at the film, he thought they played better against Illinois than he initially thought. Um, supposedly at the secret scrimmage, uh, which he was mocking the term a lot. Cause I can, <laughs> whenever I ask him about it, I say secret scrimmage. Cause it's, it sounds funny, 
but uh, he, I had heard that Kevin McCullough played really well. And that was the one thing that leaked out of it. Uh, if that's, you know, a leak out of it, but right. Uh, and of course he's still loving on Devon, Dewan Harris playing the great point guard position. And Bill really, really likes him. So those are your two Jalen Wilson and Dewan Harris are your two returning starters. And then Kevin McCullough started at tech. So that that's on paper, a pretty good threesome. And Bill d- did say a few times he likes the team, but it will take time. So uh, everybody in the country, like AP and coaches poll, have him fifth. And then I wrote something today because Norlander is a good writer for CBS, has them 12th. And it finally was a guy looking at what could go wrong. You know, mm-hmm. only two returning starters. Uh, losing David McCormick, who is underrated and was a star of the final four. So a lot of stuff. And uh, at least for now, CBS's guy took the let's wait and see attitude a little more than, oh, Kansas is just Jalen Wilson is the new Ochai and Dewan Harris is going to be even better. They're going to just roll. So we'll see. But I think they're they should be in the top 10 right now. I mean, the country is not overloaded with incredible talent and you got bill self and you got some good players as you know. So, and if McCuller can give them that, what they want out of McCuller, that would be huge because he's a senior allegedly really good defensive stopper. And uh, those three guys could be a nice starting point. For sure, a good foundation with you know Wilson, McCuller, and and uh, yeah. Juan Harris. So we, we know those three are going to start. How, how, fill in the other two, and then let's talk about the rotation as well. What do you think? Who's going to round out the starting lineup? Seems like Grady Dick gets penciled in because he's shot so well at practice since the summer started, and they just think he's that kind of talent where he's still in the mock drafts as Mm. a likely first rounder after one year. So I think Bill has seen enough, enough good things from him that he would be in there and they need, they need outside shooting and that's what he's supposed to bring. And then I think Cam Martin got hurt and he's going to be out for a long time, but I think to start Bill likes to throw in some of the seniors who have been around. I think he might've got the, start in the exhibition game, but now with him out, you would think Bill would go with a true big. And I would think it would be Ernest Uday. If that's how I got to find out how to pronounce it. Ernest is the uh, freshman big man who looks the part already and is just a monster inside. So if they don't go with Ernest as the five, I would think, Zach Clements, who arrived with glowing credentials, could get a shot, you know, right from the start. And I know everybody loves K.J. Adams, and he's a big who could get the start. So, uh, And then Zuby is the freshman who everybody loves, but I'm thinking he's the one that 
that might get brought along a little slower. So I really don't know. And Bill, I don't really, really know if he'd go with Ernest on Thursday night or um, I'll predict right now, Zach Clements will nope. be the five on Thursday, at least. We'll if, see if it is or KJ. Or, or, or KJ Adams. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if it, it is, he if likes it is. the way those guys practice and he'll go with maybe whoever is the hustler, the, the, the guy who's been kill, killing it at practice, KJ or Zach, or, but I'll, I'll predict Zach for the heck of it. Okay. And, and I think KJ is an interesting guy. He, um, he got some interesting minutes last year. Not a lot, but but he was on the floor in the final four. And yeah, Bill likes him for defense, that's for sure. Um uh and then with Clemens, Clemens, I, I don't know how I, I actually don't know how to pronounce this. Is. I'll have to I, I need to get yeah, the season started so I can see these guys on TV to get the pronunciation. Yeah. But um, you know, he's he's a different kind of big. He's a big that likes to, you know, it's got yeah. range. And I think I heard Bill say that if he does play, he's going to have to play, um, you know, toward the baskets some more this year. Yeah. And Zach uh, spoke at media day to some of the writers and he was talking about how he fully embraces. Uh, he knows he has to be the physical guy around the goal, like Mitch Lightfoot was. So <clears throat> Zach apparently is embracing that because I always thought he was just going to be the modern day stretch five or whatever you want to call it. That's going to fire up a lot of threes, which he still might, but at least it'd been the first time I heard Zach talking a lot about how he needs to, to be a force at the five. So right. he's accepting it. It sounds like, but we don't go to practice and, for all we know, you know, uh, Bill might just be in love with KJ right now, or maybe Ernest is the, the guy. We'll see. But uh, he does. Bill has a lot of options to go with, and you would think that a lot of these options are with good players. So, yep. you know, another guy who's going to play more this year, at least we we all assume, is uh, Joseph. Yesefu or Yesefu, I, yeah, Yesefu, another pronunciation. I, I like what Bill said about how, you know, he's he, he's, you know, be, looks like he's wants to become and is becoming a more of a scoring force for Kansas. Um, yeah, I just he looks like he's going to be a high energy guy for for, for Jay. Yeah, he could, um, if you look at a perfect world, be there Remy Martin this year because. Mm. Yesafu apparently, well, and we saw some of it last year, has a, a pretty good shot. But uh, Bobby Pettiford suddenly is healthy, at least as of last week when we had our last access. And I think if Bobby is healthy, he might just slide into the backup of Dewan Harris right away. So, and that would probably affect Joseph's minutes. So uh, we'll see if Bobby stays healthy. But Self said uh, he's been playing as of last week. Bobby had been playing really well. So if he's a hundred percent, which he says he is, I don't know if he's battling Yesafu for backup minutes or what. But again, yes, Joseph is a possibility for outside shooting. And if if K really does need outside shooting, 
he's going to probably get minutes. Okay. <coughs> okay. All right. So they've um, they've unveiled the banners, right, at Allen Field. Yeah. Did, did that on late night, and uh, yeah. so all the the ceremony over the national championship season is, I assume, complete. I guess. Um, uh, you know, we'll see what they do with their their opening, um, you know, scoreboard uh, montage and how yeah. that, how that plays into the you know the festivities. Hey, Gary, yeah. before we let you go, um, just a th- quick thought on on football. Jayhawks uh, still having a, a terrific season at five and three, and there was a little bit of um, you know, of course they've lost three in a row with Oklahoma yeah. State coming in this weekend. There was a little talk this week about Jalen Daniels. At practice, uh, maybe moving around a little bit at practice. Is there any? Uh, what does Lance Leipold say about his prospect for playing this weekend? Well, he said Monday that they had a Sunday night practice after the bye, and Daniels practiced, but he didn't go into any detail about uh, what that means. You know, did he just stand there and hand the ball off, or what? Uh, and and anybody that listens to the replay of the, of the news conference will understand why the media can't get more about this. I mean, Lance doesn't talk about injuries like pretty much all college coaches in football, but he also cracks little jokes like, oh, you guys tried hard again this week to get it out of me. So there's really no opportunity for follow-ups. You know, he he'll he'll mutter something like, threw out a little tidbit, I guess, that Jalen practiced, but we don't know what that means. And and we could grill him all we want, and Lance isn't going to say what that means. So uh, we'll see. What's known is that it's his shoulder. That was said one week. So with a quarterback with a shoulder injury that was either separated or dislocated, you just wonder how a guy – returns how soon a guy can return and get hit i don't know so assuming it was separated he's only been out three weeks or so i would guess he won't play but again for all we know he might be out there (laughs) flinging passes around like like i i can't say patrick mahomes mahomes is too good (laughs) but uh flinging him around like like uh, todd reesing He was a great great KU quarterback. Okay. Well, appreciate it, Gary. Thanks for the updates. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, you'll hear from Bill Self from his press conference last week. So, Gary, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you. Hey, this is Blair. There are several ways to access the Star Sports section. Let me tell you about a couple of them. There is Sports Pass. For $12.99 a month, you get unlimited digital access to all of the Star Sports content, including beat writing, columns, features, pretty much everything we write. The deal renews monthly until you tell us to cancel. For $159.99 a year, you get everything the Star has to offer digitally, including sports and the e-edition. Go to KansasCity.com and drop down to the bottom of the page where it says Start a Subscription for more information. Your support has never been more important. As always, thanks for reading and listening. What do you think is the, is the hardest thing that this team's going to have to learn about trying to defend this thing? Well, I, I, I think, you know, we, we'd like to think that we're in a position to try to defend a championship. Uh, 
I think the biggest thing we got to realize first before we can even think like that, we, we got to be in the game first. And what puts us in the game is, in, in my opinion, is, you know, this team has some shortcomings as of today that hopefully we'll, we'll be much better at, you know, by conference season, that we're going to have to learn how to uh, uh, win by making somebody else play worse. And maybe it's defense, maybe it's still in extra possessions, you know, maybe it's uh, 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 how, how, to, how to create a way where even if you're stale offensively that you can um, uh, create some opportunities that would be easier baskets than playing against five on five. I, th I think there's a lot of things, Matt, that we have to do to put ourselves in a position to be good enough to have to defend. And I don't think we're quite there yet. Uh, and I'm not being negative. That's just factual. Uh, uh, I do like our team. I do think we have talent. I, I do think we're going to get better as, as, as we get older. But, you know, you take for, for granted some experience, and, and we basically return two guys that have played any meaningful minutes uh, off a team that won a championship last year. So it, it's a whole new ball game. Perfect segue because I'm wondering too with those guys like KJ and Zach and Joe, Bobby and Joe, the, the, the guys that are still young but were here last year, is there something collectively that, that they have to understand to take this next step into what you need them to be this year? Well, I, I think, I think we'll, first of all, I think they learned a ton by being here and, and playing uh, with and behind those other guys uh, last year. But I still don't think that we totally grasp uh, why that team won last year. That team won because of intangibles. And I don't think that we totally grasp that yet. I think we take talking for granted. I think we take uh, 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 how, how, to, how to learn how to compete on each possession. I think we take uh, paying attention to detail for granted because that was what that team did best. And I don't think this team quite has quite bought into that and that team didn't buy into it when they were freshmen but but certainly last year they they were totally bought into that did the team show you any of these concerns at the secret scrimmage or what did you learn at the secret scrimmage that's twice in two sentences we heard the term secret <laughs> that uh, everybody knows about so uh 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 uh, during the secret scrimmage, I would tell you, but I can't because it's a secret. So I, 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 th I think that uh, I actually thought we played better than I than I thought we did live action. I think we did some good things. Uh, we got some we got the ball where we wanted to go a lot. Uh, we defended at least average. Uh, but the thing about it is when we get the ball to where it wants to go, that doesn't guarantee you're going to get a basket from where it wants to go. You know, last year's team, if David gets it at two feet with an angle, you can count it as two and we can't quite count it as two yet. So there's there. I, so it, it's hard to say you play poorly when you got the ball where you want it to go. We just didn't finish as well. Uh, uh, but I, I think there was, I think there were some good things that happened uh, the other day. Uh, but, you know, mm, Illinois and us are a lot alike. They're, they've got a whole new team, and we've got a whole new team, and and uh, they're young, and and we're young. And but it, the thing I think that was that was probably the best thing about the scrimmage was the situations that we were able to go through. A lot of them. Uh, I mean, every every segment that we did, no matter what it 
was came down last possession. So whether you're playing with a three-point lead with a minute left or playing down three with a minute left or or having to get a two-for-one uh, 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 with the tie game with 50 seconds left, I mean, there was a lot of situations that we were, we were in that I think uh, uh, will will help us understand better about what wins and what costs you games than if we hadn't gone through that. Because working on practice, we will, but, but I think seeing it live game and that's why we won or that's why we lost a segment, I think we'll put some more value to what we're working on in practice. Bill, last year's wings, I mean, you'd be the person to say just how great they were, but probably not fair to compare anyone to them. But talk about this year's wings. You do have one experienced guy returning. You brought in another guy with experience. You got some young guys. We just talk about those guys as a whole. Uh, I, 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 do, I do think that Jalen and Kevin are, are uh, championship, you know, starters. Uh Jalen's already proven that, and Kevin certainly is too. Um, and I think Juan is a championship guard. Uh, you know, Grady and MJ and KJ and Joe and Bobby, uh, they've got to raise their level to the point where they understand uh, exactly what their role needs to be to give us the best chance to win. And and I think they will. It's just going to take time. I mean, it's you go from competing against uh, – uh, uh, 16, 17 year olds, and and then and then, you know, the next year the expectations are such where you're supposed to be the equal of 21 year olds across America, and, and it's just going to take some time. Uh, uh, but I do think we've had a good fall. I'm not trying to be negative. I just I just think the reality is it's going to take some time. But uh, I like our wings. Um, the thing that we don't do as well as last year with our wings, and of course they were 22 and 21 years old, is uh, uh, they could get us easy baskets because Ochai could outrun everybody and jump over everybody, and Christian could bully everybody or, 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 or jump over everybody in transition, and our guys now have to play. We, we don't do that consistently like we could. You know, you can, like Ochai could play like crap like he did against Oklahoma, last year and in the last three minutes win a game for you. I don't feel that our guys are mature enough to know how to do that yet. So, but we'll get there. Coach, this is the first time in a long time that you haven't had Mitch Lightfoot on your team. Is it a little different, a little bit weird to not have him around here, or how much do you still see him? You know, I actually thought it was weirder having him here. Uh, 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 but, uh, you know, we, we love Mitch, and we miss him. And and, uh, uh, and we will miss him more, but uh, – uh, you know, the thing we, we talked today, you know, it, it, it's, it's, I mean, without going into too much detail, but there was a lot of talk last year with David that, God dang, do we, do we keep going with him? And, 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 and the only reason you wouldn't keep going with him is because Mitch is good enough to be that guy. And Mitch was close to good enough to being that guy, but we all thought at the end, well, who can get you 20 and 10 in a big game? And that wasn't what Mitch could do. Mitch was a, a great complimentary guy. He had the perfect role for our team last year was Mitch. And Mitch understood that. So he, he was more valuable to us than what his numbers ever showed. Uh, this year, what's, 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 what's going to be more difficult is, do you have a guy that can get you 10 and 6 uh, uh, in a real game? And the answer is going to be, I mean, it's, it's going to be hard. Those young kids are young and, and they weren't recruited to be 
those guys right off the bat. So uh, even though they have to be that way, so uh, yeah, we're we're, we're going to miss Mitch. We're going to miss David, and 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 uh, I never knew we probably miss them as much as we we are right now, just because of last year they both frustrated us and me to the point where well I, you know get us some different guys in here some athletes and all that stuff we're going to be fine and we did that but those guys are still so young and and so we're, we're, we're going to miss that uh, uh what david mccormick did at the end of the season last year guys was the it wasn't the equivalent of what uh nick has done here or maybe what uh uh uh, obviously not what Danny has done here or things like that or what Rafe has done here. But even on just as big a stage as those guys ever played on, they didn't play better than him except for Danny in those biggest moments. So so when you really think about it. And so, uh, uh, I mean, David McCormick's the best player in the Final Four. And so uh, uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to miss those guys a lot, a lot. But we got young guys. They just gonna It's just going to take time for them to grow into it. Go ahead, Hey, Coach, uh, is there anything you take from after winning your first national championship going into that following season and then winning this one and going into this season for yourself when it comes to coaching? Uh, I would say there's a couple of things. One is uh, you have to capitalize on success immediately. Uh, you know, the 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 better you do in a business, I think that's the time to put your foot on the gas to make sure that you hit it as hot as you can, hard you can when it's hot. And on the flip side, if you have negative momentum, you want to hit as hard as head to eliminate the negative momentum, but we want to extend the momentum. So that's one thing that I hope that we did a better job this year of than in 08. You know, there are a lot of speaking engagements, a lot of uh, 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 pats on the back, all that stuff doesn't have one thing to do with you getting better. And so hopefully we handle that better still remains to be seen and and uh and and then the uh i forgot what i was going to say on the other thing i would say this um the pressure is never off to win never off to win but maybe the pressure is off a little bit to have your new players that don't know yet feel pressure from the coach because there's pressure to win does that make sense? So, so I think that's something that that uh, that I could probably learn from a little bit. Uh, in that, uh, to enjoy it more, because in order for us to have a chance to be really good, it's going to be a a process, and to enjoy the process, and, and there's not there's no reason to put pressure on the young kids because we haven't won big in a long time. We we just won big last year, so so I I I think that that's the the, the drive and everything's got to be the same. But maybe I can coach them in a way where maybe they feel less pressure from me because there's enough pressure from them being talked about. You got to defend the championship. So I think that's something that I hope will do better this time than I did last time. If that made any sense at all. <laughs> and as you can know, I just thought about it as he asked the question. I've never thought about it before, but I, I hope that that was okay. How, how fast can this team play? How fast do you want them to play? Have you figured that out yet? Yeah, we want to play fast. We need to score before the defense gets set. Let's just, but but uh, how well we shoot it will probably be a big, determin, uh, big determination on how fast we play uh, because this team will – 
this team should shoot more threes than last year's team and uh, should. And if we do that, then, you know, you need to make 35% as a team or 36 in order to probably play fast or probably play efficient enough that warrants playing fast and shooting early. So I think a big key to our team is just making shots. Anyone surprised you the last couple of weeks? You've you talked a lot about Zuby and Ernest and, and how yeah. they're ahead, but anybody outside of that that has been a surprise? Uh, I don't. I don't know that I, I. I have. We've been surprised by anybody lately. Uh, maybe Jank. You know, Jank shoots it so good. Do, do, do you try to figure out a way where he can be your ninth man and just come in and hopefully get three looks and a half and make two? Uh, uh, but uh, other than that, I, I don't. I think we're pretty much what we where we thought we'd be. Would that be? I mean, Connor had a different role, obviously, not ninth man, but TN. Did, would there be an opportunity for? Him? I, don't, I don't. I don't know if I, I. I don't know that yet. But if this team labors to score, I mean, we, we we can scrimmage every day, and if we're just going to score the most points we can, Jake needs to be on the floor. So so I mean, that's he's he's good enough to to do that. Uh, uh, but you know, obviously defensively and athletically he's probably not as to the point where he can play the same way that uh, uh we probably want to play and, and be effective doing it but but he, he's been a very pleasant surprise coach you talk about you talk about the circumstance back here you talk about the circumstance of having just a couple of key guys back from a championship team i'm just wondering how dewan and, and jalen and, and to some extent kevin have embraced the role of mentor for the young players that you do have, I think I think pretty good. I think that Jalen's voice is probably uh, uh, the best uh, 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 in respect to voice on our team right now. Uh, I think Wands could be, but he's a quiet kid by nature, and he needs to get outside his his comfort zone a little bit. But I think they both done a good job. I don't know that Kevin's comfortable enough to really uh, 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 be the leader vocally that he will be by Christmas just because it's still kind of new to him. But yeah, th those three are all, all terrific leaders. I think in Big 12 media days, you compared MJ to a uh, young Wayne Selden. Mm -hmm. What is it about MJ that makes you feel that way? Would you, I mean, athletically, they're almost, you know, I mean, they're almost identical, same body type, same explosion. Uh, 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 they probably shoot it about the same. You know, Wayne wasn't a great shooter when he got here, but he was more of a scorer than a shooter. There's a lot of things. The, the thing I would say is Wayne's probably a little bit more advanced in in uh, his years as far as being a player. It seems like uh, uh, Wayne was a legitimately maybe a, a year or so ahead of, of maybe his class just because he'd had so many experiences maybe that MJ hadn't had yet. Uh, but but I, I, I physically, I see a ton of, ton, ton of similarities. And with MJ, what do you feel like his role might look like on the team this year? I don't I, I think his role will be totally different in February than it is now. I don't think he's comfortable yet. And, and uh, he shows flashes. Uh, there's no question. He's, he's trying hard. He's a great kid. He, he wants to be good. And he certainly wants to please. Uh, but he's... he's uh, uh, he's still got a lot of stuff to learn before he can really uh, untie his mind to the point where he can play to his athletic ability, I think. 
these guys out there talked about the team having a big personality. Is that the case this year? And how much do you encourage that versus maybe reel them in when they're young and you got to take care of business? And I guess the second half of that, do you coach this team differently because it is a lot of younger guys, whereas last year maybe you didn't have to coach as much? Well, I, I think that, uh, you know, when you say don't coach as much, uh, I don't know that that's absolutely the case because no matter what the team is or where you're at, you're still going to push the boundaries uh, uh, to the point where your team can actually accept them and go along with you. Like last year's team may not, we say we may not coach them as much, but we can put five new sets. We're going to run the next day in and they could go out and run the next steal. Or this year, it may be a little bit more meat and potatoes until they get to the point where they can do that. So, uh, it may look like we're not coaching this year's team as much because we won't do as much stuff. Um, but but uh, uh, I think we'll coach them. I don't know that I want to coach them differently, but I, I just want to coach them in a way where they understand what we think wins and they buy into it. And if they do that, we're, we're going to be pretty good. We're going to be pretty good. Coach, uh, uh, could you uh, give us a comment on, on what you want to see from, from Zach this year? Uh, see what kind of ceiling do you think you might be able to develop this year? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, our big guys are are one A, one B, one C, one D. There's nobody that has emerged ahead of anybody, and I mean anybody as far as uh, definitely definite playing time and everything. But we'd like for Zach to be a guy that that in a perfect world, and the way I saw it going into a season, to be have a great chance to be a starter. Uh, uh, you know, he's got to be a post presence, even though he's a he's a perimeter postman, but he's still got to be a post presence uh, and score the ball in tight. And he's got to be able to defend the paint in the rim. Uh, but but, uh, you know, and I think he, I think he has potential to do that. The, the thing about it is with with uh, a lot of guys coming off the bench last year, whether it be Joe and we saw flashes or Zach and we saw flashes, uh, you know, roles are changed. It's a little bit easier to be a, a flash guy than it is to be a guy that needs to get numbers consistently and that stuff. And so uh, uh, I think Zach was really good in some games, and we remember the OU game here when he came in and sparked us and whatnot. But that's just a small snippet of, of, of what really playing is, you know. And, 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 and you just play him because he's matched up against a perimeter five-man, or is he able to guard Oscar or Trace Jackson Davis? I mean, those are those are totally different questions, and so you'd like for the same guy to be able to do both. Um, so, those are the things that we, we'll we'll need to figure out as we go with our big guys. I just wondered how Bobby's doing. He said today it's the healthiest he's felt yeah. in a long, long, long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 in the secret scrimmage the other day, I thought he moved very well, and, and uh, I think Bobby's Bobby's had a he hasn't had a great fall, but that's only because he's only been healthy about a week. But in the times that he's been healthy, he's he's looked pretty impressive. So I'm ex I'm excited about him. In, in a perfect world, it would just be nice to know if why well, is not in the game. Bobby, run your team in a perfect world, and and so. Uh, uh, if, if it's not that way, then, you know, Kevin will have to be the guy probably. Uh, uh, but uh, I do like I do like where Bobby's at right now. Where do you see Joe's confidence right now? I think it's pretty high. 
you know, Joe was really good in the scrimmage the other day. I, I, I think it's, uh, although we can't talk about a secret scrimmage, but, but uh, uh, Joe is, needs, to, needs to go score. Uh, uh, he needs to be a guy that when he's in the game that he feels the freedom that he has to go attack and score. I think that's how he can help us the most. It, it's obviously one thing for him to understand that, but but do you think his teammates do too? Oh, I, I think so. I mean, it's an emphasis we make every day, so I, I do think they understand that. I do. And, and then with Jalen, uh, you know, he fell into that role last year as everything he was for you. Do you foresee him being different? I know you need him to have a big year. You've said that, but will he have to play different or just do more of that and, and do it more often and do it better? I, th- I think that's he, he still needs to be a jack of all trades. Uh, I, I think he needs to do what he did last year better, uh, uh, and I think he will. But the one thing that you'll see more for Jalen, Jalen is is a uh, is a big confidence guy. Not so much that he didn't believe in himself. He just knew last year that you know there's a couple other guys. Even though it's hard for a player to admit, there's probably a better option to shoot the ball than what he was. This year, he won't see it that way, which hopefully is going to be a really good thing for us and for him. So That'll do it for today. Thanks to our Sportsbeat KC staff of Monty Davis, George Howard, Randy Mason, and Jeff Rosen. Tip of the cap to Gary Bedore for sharing his insights. Today's Morning Sports Edition is loaded with NFL trade deadline news, World Series coverage, NBA, NHL, soccer, and more. Check it out at liveedition.kansascity.com. Com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with another Sports Beat KC, where we talk sports in Kansas City every day.